response of well done, but I think we can give them an earthly response of well done this morning, can't we? Very well done. Now there's time for the welcome for those who are joining us through the media. And I want to say good morning, happy Sabbath, and welcome to our online viewers and our KKVV listeners to our divine worship service. You are always welcome to join us at 1720 North J Street, or you can call us at 647-2627. This morning, our speaker is our own pastor, Dr. Leroy. He will be speaking on whatever it takes. After our worshiping song is given to us by you choir, the next voice you will hear will be that of Pastor Leroy. Here we thank you. take for me to learn that it's only in your will that
such a beautiful experience, you would say, man, it was on. When you're in the church, you say, the presence is in the building. I just want to thank God for the varied gifts and talents, Dr. Ellis and Brother Morris and Jezreel Brown and the singers and the youth choir feels so beautiful. Something extra is here when the choir sings. Amen? Amen. Let's pay them so they sing every week. Amen? (laughs) Just want to thank God for blessing us, for allowing us to be in his presence. Has God been good to you? God has been good to my family. Wife has not worked for a year since graduation, and the Lord blessed us through Sister Bobby Vaughn. It's okay, just be humble. But my wife got a job, amen. And um, you don't have to clap, don't celebrate. I'll celebrate by myself. Praise the Lord. Sometimes I wonder, hmm. Uh-huh. All right, all right, all right. Um, keep playing, Dr. Ellis. I want to read this first scripture, which we read earlier. Um, first Peter, first Peter 4 and uh, verse 10. And then I'm going to read another couple of verses dealing with our subject today. You heard it in Spanish, you heard it in French, and you heard it in English. In all the languages, the Lord speaking through Peter is asking us to do the same thing. As each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Turn your Bibles to Luke. Luke, the fifth chapter. What chapter did I say? Right, 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 right. Luke, the fifth chapter. And if the sermon is long today, uh, blame Elder Richardson, amen? He gave you a little sermon before, but you'll sit and listen to me, won't you? Amen. That's your spiritual gift calling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Luke, the 15th chapter, uh, Luke, 
the fifth chapter, verse 17. I want to read these verses and you follow in your Bible. It says, verse 17, Now it happened on a certain day as he was doing what? Mm -hmm. That there were Pharisees and the teachers of the law sitting by, who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present. The power of the Lord was present. <laughs> yes, to heal them. Then behold, men brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed, whom they sought to bring in and lay before him. And when they could not find how they might bring him in, because of the crowd, they went up on the housetop and let him down with his bed through the tiling into the midst before Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said to him, Man, your sins are... Are what? Amen. Amen. Shall we pray, Father? Oh, we know you're here. We know that you are in the building, that you are in this place. Now take us higher, won't you, Lord? We ask it in your name. Amen. All right. Now don't worry about the babies talking. I'm used to that now. Don't worry about it. I'm used to that. They talk to you all the time. And uh, you don't understand what they're saying, but you talk too. Yeah. Forming their words. Last week, I preached, amen, <laughs> I preached on the importance of spiritual gifts. And, um, <laughs> and we were reminded uh, that we all have spiritual gifts. I also promised you that you would be able to identify some of your spiritual gifts. That was a promise I made, and I aim to fulfill it. Ushers, you, you got some material that I want you to give to the saints right now. Yes, give it to the saints, even our guests from Miami. Uh, we like Miami, coconut trees, we like that. Give them these sheets of paper, everybody get one, come on. Now, ushers, you got to step on the gas, put the metal, yeah, put a, put a, huh? Ah, put the metal to the pedal, move it, yeah, let's go, yes, everybody, everybody needs to get one, I promised you, Kilmari, that before you go to Rio Lindo, you would know your gift. I'm glad you're going to reel into hallelujah. <laughs> yes. I'm glad DD got accepted to go to Real Lindo. Yes. Yeah, I wrote up the scholarship so so your parents can't say, you know, we don't know. I made sure to do my part. Yeah. Everybody served good. Everybody is served. Only my platform people, you're not important. That's why you didn't get any. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all right. Now, now we got it. Good, 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 good. So I promised you that everybody would find out what your spiritual at least one. But I got news for you. You have more than one spiritual gift. Yes, indeed. Uh, but I have a disclaimer. I have a disclaimer, Didi. I have a disclaimer, spiritual things are, yeah, are spiritually discerned. And so, and so, if you're not spiritually minded right now, none of this will make any sense to you. But I'm glad that, that Jesus was in the house, and he's in the building today, and the Bible says that he has power to heal. Mm -hmm, mm, 
Yes. But I want to give you a simple little, little, little ingredient that you can use to help you to figure out what some of your gifts are. Number one, you are good at it. You are good at it. Now, Eli, you know, you may say you can sing. That's one thing. All right? I can sing. That's one thing. So you know you're good at it. But number two, some people got to tell you you're good at it too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can sing. You feel you can handle business. But if somebody don't, don't, don't encourage you and, 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 and touch and agree with you, you may be in some problems. So number two, a simple step, is that consecrated people in church say you are good at it. And then, number three, it seems to come naturally, although it required work to polish. It's, 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 it comes natural. You're just passionate about it. Nobody got to prod you, beg you, pay you, bribe you. You just do it. You love it. <laughs> you love doing it. And then for you feel God's presence and joy when you are using it to your fullest. Now, even if you don't have have. Uh, if, if your gift is not as visible and pronounced, Elder O.D., you know, everybody in here, as I said, has three or more gifts. Just when you thought you didn't have any. Everybody in here has time, influence, and opportunity. Three gifts already under your belt. Time, what are they? Choir, are you with me? What are they? Time is a gift. And uh, it takes time to be evil. And if it takes time to be evil, it also takes time to be good. Now, everybody has influence. And the richest, and I've seen people quit office jobs in the church, quit their church offices, resigned from their duties because of influence. And I've seen people serve because they were influenced. Praise the Lord. So everywhere you go, you are making an impression, Elder Perkins. All of us are making an impression, a good one or a bad one. But we are all making an impression. So we have time. We have influence. We have, oh, better talk to me today, time influence, and opportunity. The opportunity to use your time and your influence to advance the kingdom of God. Christ Subject Lessons, because I like the book and it talks about what I'm talking about. Christ Subject Lessons, page 360, quote, but many Christians are waiting for some great work to be brought to them because they cannot find a place large enough to satisfy their ambition. They fail to perform faithfully the common duties of life. These seem to them uninteresting. Day by day, they let slip opportunities for showing their faithfulness to God. While they are waiting for some great work, life passes away, its purposes unfulfilled, its work unaccomplished. Everyone in here under the sound of my voice has at least three gifts. You don't have to take no spiritual evaluation guide to find out you have these three. You have them. 
the question that I'm trying to work with today is what are we doing with them? We know that disciples are the ones who run the church. Amen? Disciples rally the church. Disciples are the ones, they, they, are, they are the engine. Engines of the church. And disciples are fully committed to and involved in the work of Christ. Disciples lead people to Christ and then disciple them. We must stop at nothing to rid ourselves of spiritual lethargy and inactivity in our ranks and in our church. That's abundant life. And so my subject today continues on spiritual gifts, gifts as you guessed it. And I've entitled this installment, Whatever It Takes. Brother Smith, whatever it takes. <laughs> whatever it takes. I have asked the Holy Spirit to do whatever it takes to break up our follow ground. To emblazon us, to, to invoke, ignite, spark, stimulate us to use our spiritual gifts. Christ Subject Lessons, again, 326, says, quote, Christ's followers have been redeemed for service. Our Lord teaches that true object of life in ministry. We are redeemed for service. That's why you are here in his presence. You are saved redeemed to serve. If we could just get our eyes off ourselves, everything got to be about us. If you check how much time you spend on asking God for stuff, you'd realize that you only got this for asking God to show you and help you to serve. And that's why we, I said it before, I'll say it again. That's why we are caught up in these different little things that distract us from God, from, from the Lord, and from the word. So we know God wants more disciples. Hmm? God wants more disciples, but there are more believers and members present on Sabbath morning. A member is just a person with his or her name on the church roll. Say member. Church, say member. Yes, 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 yes. Member, just a person with his or her name on the roll. <laughs> That's it. Just on the roll. Then you got a believer. A believer is a person who accepts the teachings and tries to live by them. But, ah, oh, disciple. A disciple has the first two, but the disciple is always bringing someone to Jesus. The church has plenty of members and lots of believers, but we're a little short on disciples. We've got people who rally around the excitement, but run from the work, Jalisa. Just say work, and people disappear. They're encouraging the good times and criticize when things are not going so well. They fill the pew and wait to be entertained. They are only fans, not disciples. Uh, maybe someone will understand when I say Miami Heat. Yeah, when they're not doing too good, Everybody's off the bandwagon. And they drink the LeBron haterade. And he's not going to make it. No ring for him. He don't even deserve it. Fans. But as soon as they're winning, everybody's back. Go heat. Go heat. Fans. I'm a fan. <laughs> Sister Leewar says, they lost again. I'm not watching no more. No more. I'm done. 
They won. Oh, watch the replay. Fans. Just fans. We got fans. Fans, fans, fans. Fans, we got lots of fans in the pew. Fans of the Abundant Life Church building. We just love it. It's beautiful. Fans. We've got fans who come to church because they, they like a preacher. And they like the worship style. Fans. Then you have people who, who since their pastor left, they are never committed to anything in the church again because my pastor left. No amen. No amen, huh? I got more for you. And then we have people who are just fans of Jesus. Jesus is, he's a cool dude, man. Jesus is I. But no commitment. They love the Bible studies. They like reading the parables, beautiful stories. Oh, lovely, lovely. But no commitment to Jesus. Praise and adoration, sweet praise and adoration for Jesus, but their lives are living, living lies and deception. But Jesus is in the house and he is never fooled by just a person's name on the church roll. He says, I'm not just looking for fans. I need me some disciples up in here. We need to realize the Holy Spirit has special information about us. He knows us, don't he? He knows the, 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 he knows us down to the atoms and the electrons in our bodies. He knows he blessed us with some gifts. But he also knows abundant life could do more. All our gifts must be used, Melvin. Whatever it is, use it to the glory of God. Some people resign from church offices to pursue their dreams. So I ask you, how much closer are you to Jesus now that you've got your dream taken care of? Are you closer to God or are you now on the deep end? Christ Subject Lessons. Page 313, it says, this is genuine evidence, genuine evidence of conversion. This is genuine evidence of conversion. Whatever our profession, it amounts to nothing. It amounts to nothing unless Christ is revealed in works of righteousness. Just dialogue and discussion not going to do much about it. These four men that we read about today in Luke, the fifth chapter, didn't just talk about it. They didn't just wish about it. They didn't just dream about it. They did something about their paralyzed friend. These four brothers exercised their spiritual gifts. They did something about it. Did something, did something. They didn't preach a sermon about it. They didn't talk or taught Sabbath school. But what a testimony when they brought the man to Jesus. See, Christ Object Lessons again, 359 says, because they are not connected with some directly religious work, many feel that their lives are useless. That they are doing nothing for the advancement of God's kingdom, but this is a mistake. That's what she says. In other words, mother, you're working with the kids. You're doing a fine job. You're using your spiritual gift. Mothering is a spiritual gift. The smile you brought in today on your face, Erica, I was like, yeah, 
looks like you had a good week. I say, yeah, smile, spiritual gift. You touch somebody's heart when you came through the door and you didn't land all your mess on the greeter there, you smiled. Spiritual gift. You invite somebody home for lunch. Exercising your spiritual gift. You say kind words. Did you look at the sheep? It's not just all these gifts that have been listed there so you can have a look at them. Spiritual gifts ministry is an everyday experience. It's not just done on Sabbath. It's done through the week on a daily basis. It's not a part-time thing. You're in full-time ministry as you exercise your spiritual gifts. It's a way of life. You live it. It comes out of you. It oozes out of your pores. When you get up in the morning, it's in you. You've got to do it. It comes out of an abiding relationship with Christ. You know, the early church didn't see spiritual gifts as, as, as just something, an institutional thing you do. It's not just deaconing that's using your spiritual gifts. They, they saw it more than that. When you examine the church, the early church in the book of Acts, we see them committed to the people around them. They had homes. They, they had jobs. They had families. <laughs> Sometimes we read the scripture, we we like to read it like a fairy tale. They had homes, they had families, they had children. But the pattern of the outreach is clear. Acts 1 verse 8. Acts 1 verse 8 says there were witnesses. Acts 2 4 to 11 says after the spirit came, they reached out. Acts 4 verse 20 says, for we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. Peter is saying the spiritual gifts I have, gifts I have, are not under my control. I can't help but witness to somebody. But that's not how we do ministry. That's not how we go about ministry. No, no, no. No, Sister Mojo, that's not how we go. No, no. Ministries have to be, we have to, we have to check our calendars first. We have to look at our schedules first. And then we have to consult with our diaries. But Acts 5, what chapter did I say? Acts 5 verse 20 says, we are commanded to tell. Jesus commands us to tell. But we have got a dozen more reasons or so why we shouldn't do what we're supposed to do. And that's how the devil cripples our church. That's why the devil cripples our church. Because everybody is looking at somebody who is supposed to do something. And the church is paralyzed. And we are distracted by silly things. We fuss about things that have nothing to do with exercising our spiritual gifts. But when we are in one accord, there's life and vitality in the church. Not just a busy hive of bees, of senseless activity. You are not only, only, only here to bring any of those things of being active. We are, we are here to be active, but not just mindless about it. And I want to put this right here. If you're not here to bring life and vitality, you don't need to be here. There are other churches that you can go, and they'll be okay with you there. Nobody's going to bother you. 
Nobody's going to make you uncomfortable about sitting on your spiritual gifts. You can hide in the crowd. Go in and go out. But if you're here, I'm going to make you uncomfortable about sitting down on your gifts while the church languish and suffer because you're not contributing as you should. I got some help on that one. That means I can go on, Alize. When we're in one accord, some things can get, can get done. So that's why I want you to turn now to 1 Corinthians. I'm going to wrap this up. I, you know, I, I can't finish the whole thing, so I'm going to do what I can, and then we, you know. Right, Sister Richie, we're going to do this. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Verse 25 to 26. I like this, Sister Richie. I like this. I like it. I get, ex I get excited already, brother. Hey, Elder Richard, you got to stay with me, man. Stay with me. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 25 to 26. This is beautiful. Let's read it together. Let's read it together. There, is that it? That there should be no schism, but that the member should. Verse 26. Now, verse 26. And whether one member suffer, all the. Stop, stop, stop. When one member refuses to use his spiritual gift or her, the entire body does what? Or one member be honored, all the members rejoice with it. Paul is saying we've got a problem when the body is not coordinated. Hands want to go here. The head want to go here. The feet want to go here, but hands want to. Schism. When you don't use your spiritual gifts, schism. And I know some of you are going to leave here and. Oh, great sermon. Ha! But you're not going to do nothing. Don't go home, have your beans and rice. You're not having that. That's not on the menu. You're going to have pasta and whatnot. Watch the dairy. But you're going to go home and you're going to eat. <laughs> and you're going to chillax, drink your cold juice, and your stomach stop working, and <laughs> puts it out here and there, and look for next Sabbath. Yeah, I know, but hey, if I get two of you to understand what a real disciple is, I'm going to jump up and glorify God. I didn't put any name on their space to write your name or not. You know, I don't, yeah, because I didn't want any of you to feel guilty. <laughs> Say, oh, <laughs> administration? Yes, I'll do that. <laughs> Here, pastor. I want you to go home and pray about it. No fly-by-night thing. You all have spiritual gifts, and I want you to use them. Can you imagine, Jill, if your eyes decided, I'm not working today, I'm done, I'm tired, I don't need to do anything. What about your legs, Miguel, if they decided not to work? But, you know, later on when, when the music is on, the legs were tired in church. You know, you were tired, you know. 
You wanted to sleep, you know? You were watching the clock because we were, we, we time to go, Pastor. It's almost one o'clock. <laughs> time to go. But you see, later when the music is on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Suddenly we, we got vitality now. And the HD is on. And we're jumping up and down. And we go down on this trip and do our thing and invite the friends over. And we're having a great time. But we're tired. We, we can't make one o'clock. But later, tonight, we're going to party like a rock star. Tonight. But, but the church, the church suffers. Carl, the church suffers and church suffers and languish because we got people here who are in the reserves. But in the army of God, we don't have reserves. We don't have substitutes. Everybody is on the battlefield. Isn't that what you sang this morning? All right. <laughs> I'm going to wrap it up now and be honest with it. If your heart decided not to work today, if your heart decided not to work today, <laughs> yeah, if your heart Say, say, I'm on vacation. It's summertime. It's summer, so I'm on vacation. That's what the heart says. Brain, hear me out. It's summer. I need to get my summer on. I need to do my thing. I'm tired. I beat just over 72 times a minute. Right, Doc? Something going on? I'm tired. I've been beating all your life. I need a break. Heart, please don't do that now. Stay with me. We would be in problems. That's why the Bible says we must take up our cross daily, 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 daily experience. And so, as I digest the spiritual gifts, the subject, and as I, I realize more and more that we have to do whatever it takes to unleash our spiritual gifts in this church. They didn't wait on church board approval to take their friend to Jesus. They didn't wait on the business meeting to take the friend to Jesus. They just took him to Jesus. They were willing to do whatever it took to get their friend to the Lord. They were just passionate. They had to move. So they dared to do what was difficult. You think it's easy to drag a man up on a roof? That's not easy stuff. Drag him up on the housetop. You see, they tried conventional ways. They tried the door. Ah, the door didn't work. Jory, door. Too many people there. Lots of folk want to see Jesus. And, 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 and so, so they tried the window. People in the window hanging out. It's black. I wonder how they did it because they had no AC. <laughs> Ooh, I'm liking this now. They had no AC, but they were comfortable. In the presence of Jesus. They tried everything. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Excuse me, please, please. We got a sick man. We got some sick folk too. You got to wait. All right, that won't work. Hmm. Ah, Spirit telling me something. So let's go on the roof. So they got on the roof. They dared to do something not only difficult, Unusual, they did something dangerous. Hey, 
Sometimes you use your spiritual gifts, you may lose your life. Sometimes you're going to be criticized when you use your spiritual gifts, but use them anyway. Got to see Jesus. And, 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 oh boy, Didi, this is it, this is it. This is it right here, Jasmine. I got it right here. So when they got on the roof, they, they, they came upon tiles, and tiles are usually made out of clay. Mm-hmm. So, so in order to see Jesus in the house, they had to, Kyra, they had to remove the clay on top of the roof, and, and, and you know we are made out of clay. So when you get yourselves out the way, the clay out the way, then, then we can see Jesus fully and clearly. But until then, until then, we will suffer and languish and play church, enjoy the music, go home, have good meals, and do nothing about it. Say something. You know, Jesus, Jesus, who did I say? Jesus was willing to do whatever it, whatever it took. When they nailed him, they had Russ, that's me, Russ, Russell St. Patrick Lee Wars. They had, I don't know what they were thinking, saint, because... <laughs> us are saints. But when they spat on him and he had me on his mind, he was saying, whatever it takes. When they nailed him with the rusty nails and spike in his feet, he was saying, whatever, Melissa, it takes. And then they rammed the cross into the hole and ripped his flesh some more. And then he said, <laughs> whatever it takes. And then they, they had the nerve to look on him up there, wag their heads, and say, I thought you said you were all powerful and that you could tear this down and do it now. Do it, do it, do it. You do it. Come down. Come down. And he looked down and he said, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. And then, and then he gave his last breath. Hey, he gave up himself the last breath. Romanos, the last breath now. Breathed in his last. Whatever it takes. And he died. But it didn't end there. Hallelujah. Yeah, boy. Because you see, if it ended there, there would be no me. So I'm a little excited about that. That he rose again. Because he knew. He knew that even though, even though he was dying, I would be still actively sinning. So he needed to, to be resurrected, whatever it takes. And so he's in the sanctuary saying right now, interceding on my behalf. And he's saying, whatever it takes to save him. And I'm saying, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the sacrifice you made. And now, I have a duty to do. No, no, I've been redeemed. I've been saved. I've been washed 
in the blood. Holy Ghost filled. Water baptized. I've got Jesus and I have a duty. Because I'm a disciple. Not just a member. Not just a fan. Not just a believer. I'm a disciple. Stand with me. Yeah. So, the appeal is simple. Maybe you want to transfer. I don't know where you're from. You're in the city. You're looking for a church. Transfer. Make this place your home. If you don't want to work, don't come. If it's just for the show, don't come. So you want to do something. First appeal, you want to transfer, you know. Uh, you're taking Bible studies. My second appeal, you're taking Bible studies. And you want to come up. You want to say, I want to be that disciple. Here's how you kick the devil in his teeth. Watch this. Every time you take a step for Jesus, every time the devil retreats, he's a defeated foe. The weakest thing in our midst, if you talk to Jesus and you want to be his disciple, the devil can't do a thing to you. So you want to be a disciple. You're taking Bible studies. You want to be a disciple. Come to the front. Come on down. I want to pray with you. If you're here, if you're here, if you are here and you, that's what you want, come on. Come on. Yeah, sister. I knew you wanted to come. Yeah. This is conquer moment. No, conqueror. Paul says we're more than conquerors. So this step you made with the family today is huge. Damien is here. This is huge. Let me tell you something. I see some people out here fine, they're looking clean and everything. Let me tell you something. If they tell you their testimonies of what they came from, you would weep. It's because Jesus has done some things for them. They're looking all pretty now and looking clean and everything. It's because Jesus did some things for them. Amen. You know what? Jesus is not a respecter of anybody. Black, brown, pink, yellow, he don't care. He made all of us. Man, woman, boy, girl. He wants you and he wants you. Anyone else here want to join these fine folk who said, yes, I want to come. That's right, Tasha. That's all right. Keep coming. Keep coming. Yeah. Amen. That's it right there. Keep it coming. Anyone else out there want to join the party? This is the kind of party I love now. See, your pastor wasn't always in the church. People always say, I thought you grew up in the church. No. It's because Jesus came in my life. Yes, sister, come on down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the problem with some of us is, we have forgotten what Jesus, you lost your first love. When you were excited, do you remember when you got in the water and, it, and, and you came out and you were excited and you're on fire and the fire is out now. And you're just like a zombie just going through the motions. You're doing Bible studies and you want to do Bible studies, come on. Come right down here. The church will wait for you. Tell them go home, eat the, what they want to eat. You come on. This is the moment. Come on to Jesus. This is it right here. And then, and then, 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 then. Maybe this is yours right here. You have been in the church all your life. And you're saying, Lord, I haven't been doing enough. I could do some more. I've been sitting on my spiritual gifts. I used to sing, but I don't sing anymore. I used to serve, but I don't serve anymore. Pastor, to be honest with you, I, I've just been on the fringe. But hey, this is your moment. 
If you want to be a disciple, saying, Lord, I want to do some more. I'm a member. I'm a believer. But I want to be a disciple. Come. Come on. Come join this party right here. Are you here? You want to join this party? Come on. Come join this party right here. You want to be a disciple? I am. Listen to me. You want to be a disciple. Use your spiritual gifts. Disciple. 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 Hey, this right here is written down in heaven. Right here. Written down in heaven. I'm going to pray. Father, you know, I, I just want to say, Father, that all glory and honor belong to you. You have brought us through some things. And sometimes we act as though what you have done for us ain't a big deal. Oh, but Father, the evidence is before us today. It's a big deal. What you can do for people is a big deal. What you have done for folk in the early church, you can do it for us. Father God, we want you to pour out your spirit upon those people who came down today. Father, I don't know what they're going through, but we know we can trust you to take us through it. Give them the victory today, oh God, because Paul says we are more than conquerors. That's the kind of life we want. Sick of this playing fake. All week we're doing our own thing in all kinds of mess. Then we up in here like, Father, do something. You can do it, Jesus. Do it. Whatever it takes, oh God, save these people who came down here especially. Anoint them in a special way, oh God. Take them in the palm of your hand under your watchful care. Bless them. And Father, mute the devil right now. Bind him, O oh God. But cover these children of yours. And Father, there are others down here who should be here. O oh Father, touch them too. Father, ignite that spark within them to surrender. Invoke your spirit within them. Father, help them to surrender. Do whatever it takes, I pray. Bless us all today in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the people of God say, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let the people of God say, hallelujah. Let the people of God say amen for good measure. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Please be seated. Please be seated. That will serve as our benediction today. Please, as the pianist is playing, as we meditate, the ushers will come now to wait on us. You want to go with your wife, beautiful wife?